Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis. Presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, Dave, and Brian. Welcome to the OOBG Podcast. This week we'll be talking about uh, some college football. Also a little bit about the NBA and NHL and of the World Series is full swing. We'll be talking about that. Plus some big games in the NFL last week and some big ones coming up this week. And we'll go over what happened uh, with our locks as well. Actually, we can do that first if you want, Brian. Oh, yeah. I'm go all you for were, that. Yeah, yeah, you, were, uh, you were the big guy. I am this week. Ed Honcho in that, uh, that department last week. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn too much. but uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> would you would you go, Dave? You went what three? Yeah, one? I was three and two. Three and two. I went four and one. And Jordan, who unfortunately is not with us this week, he has a little bit of the flu. Yeah. Uh, he went three one and one with a push in there. So, uh, yeah, four and one on my locks. I was pretty happy with it. You can't complain with a four and one record like that. Nope. For sure. Yeah, I think the only one I lost one on was the Bengals. Uh, yeah, the Bengals played uh, plus six. They didn't really cover there. Uh, Kansas City mm, seemed they didn't to really cover. wipe them out <laughs> a little yeah, bit. They but very good. Again. Again, yeah, Kansas City looks outstanding. They, they look, I mean, even with that loss to the Patriots the week before, uh, they, they came back very, very strong against what I thought was a strong Bengals team. But uh, they weren't really able to hold off uh, the, the Chiefs there. No, not at all. And uh, they got a stacked team. Uh, do the Rams and Chiefs ever play this year? I mean, because the, these guys are, uh, I mean, two stacked teams that are going to be, yeah, you know, if would, they ever meet. That would be the matchup of the year. Yep. I would uh, love to watch Rams that Rams and Chiefs are playing on the 19th of November. Ooh, Ooh that's big. That's it's a week big. before Thanksgiving, that's huh? A, that's a night game, too. What time? Uh, that should be a Sunday night game. 15. Okay. Seven, nice. That's our time. Can't right. wait well, for I'm that glad game. that's coming up because we get the. I mean, these are two stacked teams that should be very, very interesting. Yeah, Monday night, Monday night football. Wow, Monday night football's not been that great lately. So that's going to be a great. Look at the Giants, the good game. damn primetime games. Mm, yeah. yeah, how did the Giants get that spot? Like that's a good that's, question. I really like don't know. It's like two or three this year already, right? It's been a lot. It feels like it's been at least two. It, yes, it's definitely been three. That's yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I think that game was moved too because when I looked in my uh, schedule, it had it as an afternoon game, and then they it went. Well, later yeah, on. I, I think they changed. They switched it with the San Francisco game last week, didn't they? Mm, yeah, which was also terrible. So. Right. Uh, a couple other things you want to talk about: the Browns, another overtime loss. Um, are they better than this dictates, or or what? I mean, this is I I mean, bad they luck could be five going and on one. there with the Browns. Yeah, they or could be five and one, or six and one right now if you look at it like that tough but i mean how many overtime games are they going to go to and lose i mean they got to be able to pull one of these out um right now they only got what one win under their belt one outright win i, I think that's the case but yeah against the and raiders I think that w- yeah exactly and that one didn't that one go to overtime or it was it was a very close game, yeah it was so. close. all of their games let me see i have it we're, we're gonna go ahead and talk about this obviously mm. but Every single Browns game, they have been decided by four points or less this season, which is actually quite impressive, I think. For the Browns. And it shows that the, I think they are much better than they are. Yeah, yeah. but what, what was the – I remember oh. in previous shows we talked about their over-under for games. Did, do we know that? Well I think it was, it was six. It was six, five, right? Five or six. Five and a half or six, yeah. It was between five and six. Right, and they have one right now. So they have in order to meet that over, they have to win – well, it's week they are eight. one, two, and one. Are you talking about their season win total? Yeah, right. They they need to step it up for that. Yeah, yeah. So and I think a lot of sharp money went on them because they really had a team they went on in the a over, strong yeah. rebuild mood. Right. And uh, God, those ties really it's screwed. And them. tough losses. Yeah, right? tough losses. But at least they're showing some sort of progress. You know, next year they might be able to get everything, um, you know, um, together as a team. And yeah. hopefully they can pull through that. And I think those close wins come down to coaching, really. I remember when uh, Buck Showalter first came onto the Orioles, they led the league and perhaps broke a record for winning one-run games that year. Uh, and I think really all that comes down to coaching. So, so you, you're blaming the coaching on the – No, I'm, I'm giving them props. I'm, I'm saying that Hugh Jackson's doing a great job. Got it. All right, Le'Veon Bell, what's going on with him? Is he ever coming back? Week 10? I heard something about a trade. I mean, I at know. this point, like, as a, as a, in the Steelers organization, organization like why bring him back like you got connor who's doing great good, things yeah. yeah he's good he is good he's he's top five top three in some cases but you got connor who's who's making his mark on your your team and you know kind of providing during a time that is 
you know, up in the air for the whole organization. And then you got a, a player like Le'Veon Bell. And as much as I like Le'Veon Bell, he's he's kind of not really proving le- any leadership role there. He's kind of just wow. holding out, holding out, holding out until he gets what he wants. Um, he's kind of like a, a spoiled kid. Um, but, you know, I, I, I feel like they should trade him while he still is worth something. Someone else can provide uh, a good outlet for him. So. And whoever gets him now gets a guy who's 30. He'll be might be 31 by the start of next season, and who just took a year off. He's right. just training. He's healthy. He's ready. Well, is he training? Wasn't he in Miami riding jet skis? He's not training every day, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure I he's don't think training. He's game ready though. Game yeah. ready? No, I think Kaepernick is though. I saw videos of him training. Yeah, I heard a couple of, of players saying that they'd like to see Kaepernick go to Jacksonville with their QB struggles right now. Mm. That'd be an interesting fit. I like to see them struggle though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, they made a – from the get, when they gave Bortles that that extended contract, I was like, what are they doing? And they benched him this past weekend And then weekend they benched well. him, yeah. He's so a good bounce-back guy, though. I like it. When they when he gets benched, he tends to come back and play very strong. So well, he we'll has get into to. that when we go the uh, – He has to. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's – well, I mean, he has a contract. Right. So. But, I mean, they could easily trade him. Well, yeah, I suppose. He's probably – I mean, look at all the backup quarterbacks. you got – some of these guys that are, if you look for the, the second, you know, the, the backup quarterback mm-hmm. on some of these teams are guys that you thought retired 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's true. Amazing. Like Osweiler, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I didn't even know he was still Osweiler, too, is a good one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's starting for Miami because Tannehill, yet again, uh-huh. injured. And isn't like Matt Schwab in, uh, in Atlanta, I think. Okay, like that's that. I, mean, yeah, I thought I mean, he, was, he was on the Texans, I think, last yeah, time I, mean, I heard yeah, him. I, don't know. I thought he retired <laughs> many years Bouncing ago. Bouncing around. Yeah, a couple of a couple of guys who got traded: Carlos Hyde, Mari Cooper. Yeah, Carlos Hyde to Jacksonville. I mean, that really screws up my fantasy because <laughs> I've been starting T.J. Yeldon, and honestly, he's been—I thought he's been doing great, but obviously, he's a pass-catching back. You so also have uh, you have Yeldon and and Fournette. And Fournette yeah, you? so it kind of screws me all around. So can't really – if I'm being honest, my fantasy teams really are uh, struggling. Well, I'm pretty happy with this because I have Hyde. You I have, have Nick Chubb. Chubb. And I also have Amari Cooper, oh who I was really getting ready to get rid of. You know, I actually, if, if we're on the subject of Amari Cooper and the Raiders, right, I really like what the Raiders are doing to gear up for their rebuild. This year well, isn't yeah. their rebuild year, but next year will no. be. How many first-round picks do they have next year? Three. They have three. They have three right. first-round picks next year. And they have Gruden making the picks, and they're going to get another one because they are terrible. Mm-hmm. So they're in full tank mode at this point, I think. Though I do – I'm on the fence about them this weekend. But yeah, I think Carr's going out the door next. Yeah, I heard that they're looking to trade him. I mean, I, think I read the opposite, but that I heard if they trade him, he's going to the Giants. So that does make me feel a little excited. It, yeah, it should. I mean, the Giants need a quarterback. Yeah, they Eli's terrible. He's so bad. He's old. He's guys. so bad. He's old. He's beaten up. He has no line. Yeah, but it seems like he doesn't even want to realize it. He doesn't even want to. You like, don't know what's going on that. in that simple head of his. He can't. You can't look at him and know what's happening. But at a certain <laughs> point, you just got to call on Peyton. Peyton, knock some sense into your brother, man. Like, get him out of there. He's ruining the Peyton Manning legacy or the Manning legacy. Peyton had legacy. a year like that. Peyton had his year like that. And then he came back and uh, had a good season, I believe, before he retired. I don't see that happening with Eli Manning. It's all it's all coach's fault from last season. It's that benching that they gave him uh, and started uh, Geno Smith, and he hasn't been the same oh. since. <laughs> yeah. It was so stupid. It was unnecessary. They broke that wonderful streak he was on, and they ruined his legacy. His That's true. Yeah, they kind of screwed him over. I forgot about that almost. I'll never forgive the the Giants for that. It's so I was so mad. Still yeah, they, mad. Yeah, uh. they didn't really treat him with respect on that case. No. But he's so dopey that he was like, oh, you know, whatever's good. You know, anybody else would have probably stood up for himself. And well, I'm sure he did, but when the media asks you a question, you can't really sit there and bash your team. You know, you got to kind of be the leader. I don't know. A lot of guys are these days. Yeah, but Eli's the <laughs> leader of that team. You know, he he's the be- one that's been there throughout his whole career. He's the quarterback. You can't sit there and l- and let your team watch you bag on a team. Didn't they name Beckham captain, though? Of the well, there's more than one captain on a football team. Yeah, like I'm sure Eli's a captain, Beckham's a captain. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. but I don't think I don't. If Beckham is a captain, which I don't know, uh, he shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, he is. What kind of leadership role is he? You know, I think it's just to get the C to. on your chest. I don't really know how much. And he uh, is the I veteran presence on that uh, wide receiving core for sure. He's yeah. got a, he's got a bit of a temper, but he throws tantrums. I'll say. Yeah, tantrums. I mean, he's got a. 
kid mindset, you know. He doesn't get the ball, he cries. Even if they do score a touchdown and he doesn't get the ball, That I crying. don't like. If they're succeeding despite not using him to his full capacity, I think he should still be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, but he is the fastest or youngest um, receiver to reach 5,000 yards, if, th- if I remember correctly. But if you notice Sterling uh, Sharp. Uh, Shepard, no, Sterling Shepard, sorry. Shepard, yeah, I just said Sharp. There's Sterling Shepard starting to act like that when he misses or goes – I didn't know that, and, I, and, and I don't like that because mm-hmm. I like him a lot. He mm-hmm. uh, Odell Beckham becomes the fastest wide receiver to 5,000 yards since the 1970 merger. Mm. Pretty impressive. 54 games. Julio Jones did it in 56. That's insane. Mm. No, not bad. Because Julio, well, Julio's doing nothing this year in the way of touchdowns. So yeah, but he's still putting up he's points. Still putting in up the points in, in uh, yards. Uh, let, let's get into the uh, games coming up this week, and we can start uh, with. Uh, I guess we'll start with the Sunday games, right? Well, we got well, let's start tonight. Well. But we weren't talking about tonight's game. Eh, we don't we'll have touch to. on it. Okay. Dolphins. Te- I mean, there's really not much to talk about. It's Dolphins, Texans. So it's Dolphins Brock, and Texans. It's well, that's it's one of my yeah. picks for the week, so that's why. Oh, okay. oh so it is right. actually one of my locks as well, mm. to be honest. Uh, mm. I got the, it's right now. It's sitting at seven and a half spread with uh, Houston Texans favored. Uh, the over under is at forty four and a half. I got my lock. On the Miami Do- Miami Dolphins to cover Miami Dolphins. Really? Oh, we're on the office. All right, so already I'm glad we're going this way because I uh, oh. I got like Houston nine uh, seven and a half. You like them to cover? Well, listen, Miami terrible, obviously. Yeah. They, now we have Brock have Osweiler in there. That's a good point. They are down their two best wide receivers or two top wide receivers, I should say, and uh, they're one and seven ATS in their last eight games on the road. Good chance to uh, for Amendola to step up though. Yes, you're right, but. Him and Brock Osweiler aren't going to do it all themselves. Of course not. I, I do like to see uh, – I, I would like to see Kenyon Drake involved a lot more tonight, but I you don't. Know, he's past, not going to win the game the past for past two him. weeks, he's he's done much he's better. He's in my flex tonight. He's in my flex. I, got I haven't decided whether I'm going to play him and let uh, Amendoli. I picked him up off the waiver wire. I'm not sure if I'm going to play him either. Yeah, you got rid of Kenny Stills. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did. How about that? Yeah, he's done nothing this year. So. Well, he's also injured. Well, he's out, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's also out. Continue to so. do nothing. Right, so right. Um, the next game we got is uh, on Sunday, obviously, that early morning game over in London. Uh, Eagles versus Jags. We got the spread at minus three for Eagles, plus three for the Jags, over under at 42. Um, I expect the Eagles to cover here. Jacksonville has looked very, very poorly these last few weeks, and mm-hmm. they can't seem to get things together on the same page. Um, and I expect that to hit the over as well at four, uh, over 42. I don't have a pick on that one. Uh, it's too bad, too. I really liked Jacksonville coming into the season, and they had such a strong core of players, and they just, again, just falling apart. Do you think that's because of their QB struggles? Do you think it's Blake Bortles' no. fault directly? No, absolutely not. I think their defense has has failed to impress thus far as well. Well, failed to impress or failed to live up to the possible best defense in the league. Well, that's true. You know, different. But, well, yeah, they, they definitely are underperforming. Yeah. Uh, the Jags. A uh, little, little stat: The Jags are uh, well. They played five games overseas. Mm, Philadelphia never has, and the last three they've won three in a row. Overseas. Well, yeah, I mean so this is this is pretty much a Jags home game because <coughs> kind of they ha- they do they are one of the teams that goes over there often. Well, You're not right even that. that. Their their owner is from right London, mm. so everything over there you see, you go to any sporting store, you'll see Jags. Everywhere. That guy's hilarious, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good guy. His, his Monopoly mustache gets me, gets <laughs> yeah, me going oh, every yeah, time. Really, that, that rocks. <laughs> All um, right, next game we got is Washington versus uh, the Giants. Um, you know, the spread's at one uh, in favor of the Redskins. The over-under's at 42 and a half. Uh, I definitely expect the Redskins to cover that 100%. Um, yes, I think so. Alex Smith's actually playing – Pretty good. Um, Always consistent. Adrian Peterson, it's all right. uh, not bad. I mean, they've had some injuries in Washington too, and they're still doing okay. So when they get those injuries back, uh, uh, injured players back, they're going to do even better. I've I think, always, but, uh, yeah, I've always liked Alex Smith. Uh, he's done okay, and the, but the offense and defense is not really happening in in uh, New York uh, Giants this year. And as we mentioned, Eli is terrible. So Yeah, it's sad, you know, as an NFC East guy. This should be a great game. And the whole NFC East looks like garbage this season. We got the reigning champions, and they look terrible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I can't get excited about this game at all. I do think the Giants have a shot at winning this. The skins are not very good coming into the Meadowlands. And uh, I think Saquon Barkley's a little eh, about his performance last week. But uh, 
I got this. Uh, I saw it as a pick him right before he came in here. I would lean towards the Giants, but I oh, so it's changed then. Huh? But I hate this game altogether. Every oh, time, yeah, it's I too exciting. Yeah, I always get my lines like early in the morning, so these things could have changed. So you're saying it's a pick him now? I I put this together in the last hour, so yeah. So yeah, the pick him. Okay. Well, it's a good thing I jumped on that before the line changed. Every, excellent. Yeah, so, um, next game we got is the Jets versus the Bears. Uh, obviously, the Bears are going to be favored in this one. They're favored by seven and a half points, and the over/under is at forty-five. I fully expect the Bears to cover this right now. The Bears look extremely good. I love their defense. Uh, Trubisky is actually coming along as a, a pretty good quarterback. Not elite, but he's coming along. Uh, I think he put up, what, 32 points in fantasy last week? I, I forgot. He's been a very strong fantasy yeah, player. For sure. And then he had his – Over the last four weeks, I should say. Yeah. Exactly. And then Burton, his tight end, coming in strong as well, got 27 points in fantasy. Uh, I, I think their offense is coming together, and uh, their defense has always been strong since the first game of the season. So, uh, like I said, <laughs> I expect them to cover that uh, easily against a struggling, struggling Jets team. And injured, too. Yeah. Because they got a ton of injuries. Uh, Bilal Powell, he's he could be done for for his career mm-hmm. apparently. So, and is Crowell injured too? Um, uh, I, I didn't read anything. I don't believe Crowell. so. I didn't read yeah, but uh, yeah, they they have not looked good, and uh, I like. No, he's going to be a feature back this week. Oh, he's going to be there. Okay, all right. Not so not an exciting you no. know headline, but no. <laughs> he's not hurt. But yeah, it's not. I mean, Khalil Mack and company, they're, they're going to shut them down. Trubisky, I like him a lot, but he seems to throw a couple of really stupid. He's still yeah, he's still. Game. I yeah. don't know what that's all about. He's still acting that's like really he's a young quarterback. Plays. So I think yeah. that one of the earlier games of the season, oh, it was the Green Bay game, right? He had a few horrible passes in that. Oh game. yeah, I remember. He what was that? That was like the worst game he's ever played. Is three or four interceptions that he not even those like uh, open receivers being underthrown, overthrown uh-huh. with no defender in sight, even no interceptions on those, but just the you know easy first downs, easy. It was like watching Johnny, Johnny Football in the CFL. Oh By gosh. the way, he's now second-string quarterback. They they put somebody they demoted in him. him. Yeah, so that stinks. So it doesn't yeah, it doesn't seem like things are working out for him. So, but yeah, he was underthrowing. <laughs> will they ever? Everybody. Will no. they ever work? No, out for he's Johnny a lame character, no. man. Yeah. <laughs> All no. right. So next game we got uh, my Detroit Lions versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, my Lions are favored by three points. The over/under is at forty-nine and a half right now. Um, you know, I actually like my Lions on this spread. They came out with a big win over there in Miami last week. Um, I mean, obviously that doesn't say much because Miami is uh, struggling a bit, especially now that Tannehill's injured and they got Osweiler uh, starting for the next QB. But uh, I think the the Lions are kind of making things come together. They look a lot better than they did at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. uh, with Karon Johnson sure. really uh, turning up into a second gear there. And it looks like LeGarrette Blount is actually giving uh, – uh, getting a, his fair share of looks as well. So their running game has definitely improved. Their defense still a little bit uh, iffy, but looks like uh, Matt Patricia is really getting their defense along as well. So we'll see what happens. What do you guys think about that game? Yeah, you're right. The uh, the D is looking better, and I think, uh, yeah, with Matt Patricia, it's, it's going to get even better. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, uh, I would take the, the Lions for sure. <coughs> I mean, of course, you still have Russell Wilson, uh, to deal with on the other side of the ball, but but uh, look, I, I would take the Lions in this game, and, I, and like you said, I do like the D. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Michael. I agree with you guys. Uh, I think the Lions are looking really strong. I mean, they beat the Patriots and the Packers at home. Yeah, they're two huge wins. They're on a six and zero ATS run versus NFC opponents, and Carry On Drake looks like the or sorry, Carry On Johnson looks like a legitimate rookie of the year contender right now. And uh, when was the last time they had a good running back? I know we talked about this a lot. Barry Sanders. Like, no, I mean, I mean, like you know, Javid Best was pretty good, but that's for a year, you know. Yeah, um, no one can really hold strong and and have season after season of good running backs at the Lions. No, which happen. is a shame too, because when you guys had Megatron in Stafford, you had a fantastic team around, and you had no ability to run the ball. Yeah, everyone knew really we were going to throw a the championship ball. team. Yeah, um, but now we got we got a. Pretty good committee of wide receivers mm-hmm. right now. Golden Tate, Golden Tate, yeah, always um, strong. Yeah, and he's been there for a long time. Him and Stafford had a great rapport. Have a great rapport. Yeah, and he actually he came from Seattle, so he gets to face off against his old team uh, this weekend. All right, next game we got uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are only favored by four and a half points in this game. The over under is at forty, or I'm sorry, fifty four and a half. 
Um, you know, I'm going to take uh, a little bit of a risk, and I'm going to say the Bengals are going to cover on this one. I like them in this game, too. Uh, Buccaneers' defense is really awful, especially uh, against the pass, and uh, I think that Cincinnati is in prime space for a bounce back right now. Well, they have to. And they are, yes. And I think Jam- Jamison Winston's thrown a couple picks, uh, like a, I think on average about two picks or something. And last year it was one, so he's not doing too good. Their defense is terrible. Uh, I like C.J. Asmoa on the on the other side for mm-hmm. the Bengals. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been playing good, so Andy Dalton yeah. looks fantastic yep. as well. Um, I mean, he's he's always rather consistent too. I think not particularly exciting. He's got very exciting receivers, but who? Uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Sorry, oh. didn't want to burp directly into the <laughs> microphone. <Yeah>. Do it. <laughs> Do it next time. Um. Yeah, that's that's that for me. I think uh, I think since he actually wins this game pretty easily, despite the fact. And I like I I would lean towards the over in this, though I'm not making it a pick. Actually, I got the under on this one. Yeah. Well, it's just the Buccaneers' yeah, uh, the, the, they both passing game is so brutally strong, and uh, the Bengals can go off quite easily in the same regard. That's a good point. That's a good point. That might but we shall that might bite see. me in the ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buccaneers dead last in defending the pass in the NFL right now. And they have, and and the Cincinnati Bengals have a pretty strong air game. Pretty strong, I would say. So, all right, next game is actually a pretty exciting game. I'm actually looking forward to this one a lot. Uh, the Ravens versus the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens are actually favored by two points, and the over under is at 44. Uh, to me, that's a really low over under. I'm going to take the over on that one because right. both of their offenses look pretty good with mm-hmm. Flacco and and Cam Newton both you know delegating what's going on. Um, and I actually like the Panthers to cover on this one. All right. I I think that I agree with the low total. I think this is going to be the lowest scoring game of the week. I think that, that it goes under, though. Really? Yeah. Under 44. These teams, I mean, the Ravens are the best defensive team in the league. And <coughs> actually, both teams have pretty good Ds. So. Yeah, Baltimore's defense is uh, number one in fewest points allowed. And what about Panthers? They're also good. Yeah, they're also good. <laughs> they're top ten. They're top ten. So we get a defensive battle. I uh, I think that's just. I don't like picking a side on this game. I do like Carolina as an underdog, but really, really either way. But I think the total is the way to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we we're moving on to the next game. We got the Browns versus the Steelers a rematch. Uh, they faced each other the first week of the uh, of the season, and they tied. Right. That's true, and I think they're going to be looking for revenge for that. Oh, exactly. And I mean, they're favored by eight points there, uh, with the over under at fifty. So. Um, you know what? I I'm gonna go Remember, out on limit. Every single Browns game this season has four been points. four points or less. And I don't expect it to be any different this year or this game. I, I think the Cleveland Browns do cover that. Um and I kind of wanna take the under on this one. I honest. so badly wanna trust Pitt in this game, but just that stat and you what happened the last right time now. and yeah. you can't no, because they're they're they really quite inconsistent. Yeah. And for no real reason that I can see. No, yeah, I mean their well, team is intact aside from their running back, but their running game is still quite strong. Yeah, and, and Brown is doing great as well. So, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, we do miss Jordan this week, obviously, because he has Speak a lot of this knowledge. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, we, we can get done what we can get done here. But I do think that the Cleveland Browns, like I said, they, they have looked good. They just haven't been able to pull out the wins. It really sucks, too, because I think, at least as an NFL fan, and I think I could speak for a lot of us, that we definitely pull for the Browns because who, you know, who cares if they win or, you know, I want them to win. I want them to do well. It sucks to see them in this one, two, and one record. I feel for them. You know, I'm part of an organization or a team. I'm a fan of a team that also went 0-16 in this season. So uh, just getting one win the next (laughs) season was, you know, a a pretty good landmark for us. So. I'm definitely pulling for the Browns in every game this this year. Yeah, I think I read a stat something like uh, the Browns haven't won back-to-back games since Bitcoin was like three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's pretty serious. All right, I guess next game we got is the Broncos versus the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are favored by ten points, and the over/unders at fifty-three and a half. Um, Chiefs looked damn good last week. I really like them to cover this this week. Although ten is a really high spread for the NFL. Um, the Broncos just – I don't like Case Keenum there. I don't really like their defense. Every, he's throwing a pick every game, Yeah, Case Keenum. Okay, sure. 
Yeah, and their performance last week uh, against Arizona doesn't give me any more confidence for them, despite, like you said, 10 points mm-hmm. is a lot. Double digits in the NFL is a lot. But mm-hmm. destroying Arizona does not convince me that they're a good there team is, on the road. There is a game on the sheet that is even higher than a 10-point spread Yeah, as well. I, have, I have that we'll way down at the bottom. We'll get to that later. But, um, <laughs> it's also the last game of the week. Exactly. But uh, Denver's on an 0-7 ATS streak as a road underdog. I think that there might be some money going on them because of what they did last weekend. I think that's wrong. I think KC blows them out. Yeah, Casey's hard to defend. They get too many weapons there. Yeah, I mean, incredible. I mean, their their offense gets out to huge leads easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're going to force the other team to pass, and then they're going to eat, get eaten by uh, Kansas City's pass rush. Which I is expect them to cover this good. ten point spread in the yeah. first half. Yeah, it's going to be like thirty four ten or something. Well, can yeah. they hold on to it though? That's always the scary one when they go well, when yeah. the team goes out to a hot lead. That's mm-hmm. true. With a big and spread, a and then they just cocky. get chipped away, yeah. chipped away in that backdoor cover. But we'll see. We'll see I'm excited. I want to see this game, and I just I'm like watching KC play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're an exciting team to watch. I, I would say them and the Rams, two most exciting teams to watch in the, <sighs> the NFL Rams right are now. So good. Uh, yeah, I mean they got weapons all over the place. Yeah. In crazy. Los and Angeles. they got a lot of injuries on defense too. Right. All right, next game we got Colts versus the Raiders, two lackluster teams who are very unexciting. I've been back and forth on this game. Yeah, I mean, the I Raiders ha- don't have anyone left. I mean, they're yeah, they got rid of their leading mm-hmm. wide receiver, their former first round pick. What was that, two or three years ago? Um, yeah, and you know the Colts are not doing much better. I mean, Andrew Luck is looked ish. Uh, he's been okay, but ish. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't really don't have much to say about Andrew Luck. I thought he'd come back strong this year, but that's just definitely not the case. No, um, unfortunately not. They're just two very very bad teams, in my opinion. I mean, and they lost Hines. They don't even have – I mean, oh, well, they didn't lose him, but Mack is back. Okay. Right, Mack is back, so they don't have Nakeem Hines uh, leading the way, and we don't know if Mack will return and and really put in the work that he used to. So w- we'll see. I think the Oakland Raiders, as bad as they're doing, I kind of think they'll cover, and I expect it – they're very two low-scoring low teams, so I expect the under to be uh, a good bet. To take yeah, my original point. thought when looking at this game was I kind of liked Oakland because they're – such adversity right now right and they have a lot of guys who are going to be playing that aren't usually going to be playing in positions in key spots and i think that those that's the type of games where guys can step up they want to prove a point the uh the colts are not a strong team either way so i think that that could turn the tides but the more i read into this it's impossible to bet on the raiders right now they're in full tank mode and i say just let them ride for the rest of the season pick somebody else to bet on yeah save yourself a game of research a week Right, I, w- I would agree. I would say stay away and, from this uh, game. Indiana, or in, sorry, Indy is one of my other uh, locks of the week, minus three. Yep, I got that too as one of my locks as well. Uh, I don't. Okay. But anyway, well. next game, Packers versus Rams. Um, Rams are expected to win by nine and a half points, and the over-under is at 56 and a half. Um, I think this is another big spread unnecessarily big spread unnecessarily th- really yeah i think green bay covers I, you well i'll start you this one off by saying many points to aaron Rodgers. you can't do it i um, had this as a as a lock for the rams to cover about an hour ago i changed my mind yeah good, good but i switched it i think green bay is going to cover this game because yeah. it's aaron Rodgers, like you said right they're going to be they're going to lose this game oh, and they're going to be losing i think at halftime by more than nine and a half yeah, but, but I think we see back. some late game Aaron Rodgers heroics he's for the a, cover. He's a second half quarterback, man. He that is true. His team is, is losing. He'll really rally to get that team back into at least within um, seven points. So mm, he can't help the defense, though. That's true. That is true. Problem. I mean, they they let a lot of rushing yards go, and you got Gurley running. So they are the number twenty rush defense in the league. Green Bay is. Yeah, so that's awful. Yeah, that's horrible. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're going to come out to a lead. It's not going to be a good game for Green Bay fans. If you're no. taking him plus nine and a half, I think that there's a good chance for that back end cover if uh, Aaron Rodgers does his Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. We'll see. Actually, I did have that for a lock, and I still have that as a lock, and I also have that as a game of the week. I think that's oh, totally. Yeah, we'll, the, we'll the go over the locks here at the end as well so okay. everyone is kind of keeping on track because I've lost track of your guys' so far. That's all right. <coughs> um, right. But the next game we got is 49ers versus Cardinals, another lackluster game. It's like talking about the Colts and the Raiders again. Mm-hmm. Both are um, one and six. Yeah, I mean, not too exciting. Not too exciting at all. Uh, 49ers are favored by one point, and the over-unders at 42.5. I'm staying away from this game. Really? Um, I don't like either team. I don't trust either team. Um, Arizona looks horrible. Josh Rosen doesn't look as good as everyone projected him to look. 
Um, even I mean, he's on a bad team. Granted, he's on a bad team. There's not much he can do, but the guy just there's a lot of guys who play well on bad teams. Yeah, exactly. And he's not one of them. No, not right now. No. I'm so, I, I'm all over San Francisco actually in this game. Is I got him as the pick him. I think the cards look completely horrible. People are asking to be traded. So it changed then. It's at a pick'em right now. It was when I looked. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So that changed from uh, one point spread to a pick'em. Yeah, the 49ers were were minus one on that, but I would take a minus one also. Either way. Okay. All right, I'm well supremely confident, not in them, but in them against the Cardinals this weekend. I mean, I guess you could be confident in anyone playing the Cardinals. Anyway. I mean, look what the Broncos did to them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, next game, uh, Saints versus Vikings. Another very, very exciting game. When I saw this one, it was at a pick mm-hmm. I don't know if it's changed since then. Still, yes. Still yeah, pick still pick this is my tag for the game of the week. Yeah, for sure. Um, over-unders at 52. I expect it to go over both very, very high-intensity offensive teams. I agree with that. Uh, although the Vikings do have a very, very good defense, um, they haven't looked as good as everyone hoped. And I think that Drew Brees is just MVP mode right now. He's going to mm-hmm. do something with that defense. He's going to find a way to get past him. So. The Saints have this ability to turn every game – or a game that they want to be a shootout into a shootout, no matter how good right. the other team's defense is. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. It's another one of my favorite games of the week. That's um, that's the Sunday night game, actually. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I obviously, there are going to be a lot of people watching this game. And they're in the – getting back to the defense. The Vikings' defense has been vulnerable to good quarterbacks, too, which – they're going to be facing this week as well. That's true. So That's true. One of the best, actually. And Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm really actually pulling for the Vikings in this game, although I do like Drew Brees in his run for MVP this year. Although uh, Thielen's having his best year. Cousins to Thielen all day. in a row of uh, plus 100 yards. Yeah. I wish I would have taken him off your hands weeks ago when I had a chance. You didn't have a chance to take him. I was lowballing everyone. You were, you were uh, trying to get rid of OBJ, and you were going to keep Thielen. And I did get rid of OBJ and yeah, kept feeling. So yeah, how did that, no. that was a good that was a good keep. Latavius Murray, uh, Latavius Murray also being uh, good. That's a good running. Always back been a fan there. of his. All right, he so we're now to the Monday Night Football game. The Monday Night Football game: Ugh. New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots are favored by 14 points. The over/under is at 44 for this game. I, can't, it's really hard to go. Against the Bills on a 14-point spread. As, as bad as they are, mm. 14 is too, too big to me. Although I did take it, uh, it, it makes me You're nervous. You're on the – I took the Patriots on the spread. Okay. But but it makes me nervous because 14 well, is yeah. just too big. But uh, after what the Patriots did to um, – who was it? Miami? I think they just murdered Miami, right? Yeah, yes. Forty eight three or and yeah. I think Miami was undefeated at, at that point yeah. or maybe had a loss. Oh, yeah. I think exactly. they were they – were The Patriots look like they've come together. Yeah, I, I don't yes. think they're going to have any problems covering that 14. Here's the only thing. Gronkowski might not play. He's he like didn't that even every tra- week, though. Every he didn't week. even travel this week, past week with them. He didn't play. Sony Michelle most likely out. This this is one of those feels like a trap game sort of a things. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching this game either way. I'd also, I think it's going to be a really boring game to watch. But I th- Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> the most boring Monday night game mm-hmm. of the week. Like, Monday night just get, keeps getting progressively and progressively worse. But uh, I, I really like uh, Josh Gordon to break out this week. He's been playing better and better and better every week. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, this week, I don't like betting this game at all. All right. So I guess let's that, that's it for the games. Let's go over what we had for locks, okay? So um, I'll just go over my five locks for the week real quick. Um, you know, I got the Dolphins covering that seven-and-a-half spread against the Tekken, Texans. Um, I got the Washington Redskins covering against the Giants. I got the Bears covering against the Jets, Cincy uh, covering against the Buccaneers, and I got the Green Bay Packers covering against the Rams. All right, tonight, uh, Houston minus 7.5. We got uh, Indy minus 3, San Francisco as a pick Green Bay plus 9.5, and, and Minnesota as a pick Wow, okay, so we have some, uh, we have some teams on the opposite side there. I'm taking the Chiefs, uh, the Redskins. Also taking the Colts, the Packers, or sorry, the Rams, and the Patriots. So uh, it'll be interesting. Good. I like it when we're on opposite sides yeah, of stuff. Exactly. This is going to make this This is a good week for so that, too. I guess I, I guess we could say I'm 1-0. We'll you all owe me lunch. We'll get Jordan's, right. even though it's not going to be on today. Jordan's yeah, good idea. Get his in there. and then we'll Fighting for his life with the flu. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, apparently. he can't even order Burger King. Yeah, we know he's really sick because he says he can't even eat fast food. <laughs> um, Sorry, Jordan. Okay, on to the next, and we'll do this real quick. We'll just go through a couple other things. Of course, the World Series. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is one of the best pitchers in history during the regular season and one of the worst in the postseason, yeah, unfortunately. how does that happen? Well, one of the worst, I don't know, but he's, he does mm. not live up. And, and look, David Price has the same problems, though he's not been that way this season. Uh, why? Uh, yeah. Pressure. Pressure, yeah. You're yeah. also playing some better teams. Some players can't handle the big stage, man. Some players well, just can't handle it. That's what I'm. I was going to talk about for Game Three coming up because we got a rookie pitcher going for the Dodgers. Yeah, and then who do they have for? Um, see here, they have. Of course, the Red Sox have won Game One and Two. And so they have Rick Porcello pitching for the the Boston Red Sox. Right. So I mean, that's a veteran right there. Sure. Now, granted, this guy veteran. Bueller had a fantastic season, better stats than uh, Porcello, whatever his name is. Yeah, but he's got. But He's a rookie. Yeah, he's got the experience. So. And they're down two. Yeah, they need they, this game. Both of their home games are a must win for them. I mean, it's really sad that they couldn't pull one out of Boston. They really needed to pull one out of Boston because if this goes to seven, they're in Boston for game seven. So uh, that's going to be a hard one for an L.A. Dodgers team to win. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. The Red Sox just look too damn good. They look yeah, too good. And we'll so see much. how they look in L.A. But um, I, I, expect I think they'll look just as good. Yeah, like I was saying, I, I expect Boston to maybe even sweep. Yeah, so the so Bueller, this guy, lasted uh, four and two-thirds against the Milwaukee game, right? Against Milwaukee in their clinching game. Mm -hmm. The problem is is that the Dodgers' bullpens look pretty bad. They've blown leads in both their games. Not big leads, but leads. And, uh, I mean, the, the Red Sox are would, would plus 145 in this game. Yep, plus oh 145, so they aren't favored. Um, but that's just because take of it, home field advantage. I gotta there. take that to the bank. I'm gonna go take out a mortgage, a second mortgage on my house or something. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can't. Red Sox in that state. I don't know. Love them. Plus well, What do you think of that? Going against under. a rookie, they got momentum. Uh huh. What do I think about what? The over under at seven and a half. That's a. Uh, I hate betting baseball totals. I mean, they've <laughs> covered. They've covered the over every single, well, both games. So uh. Far. Well, it was four two last night. So I don't know. It was, I thought I was it four to two last night. Yes, four two. Let me check. Oh. I thought it was eight to something. It was eight four the first no, game. No, I think the total was eight. So yeah, the game was four to two last night. Oh. Yeah, eight four the oh, first well, game. So I lied then. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I guess going with everything I said, then the over, I would lean towards that. Yes, I I think that this uh, Bueller guy gets has a really tough outing. I think their bullpen is not enough to save them in this game, and I think they'll go down three zero or oh three. Go Boston, I guess then, huh? All right, so we'll probably have a World Series chant next Thursday when we do so our, upsetting. Uh, when we do our podcast. We'll Having said all that, yeah. I would love if the, if the Dodgers won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would, be, it would be good if it went seven, but it's not going to. Uh, NBA, uh, let's go over a couple of real quick things. Uh, uh, Butler dropped 33 points. Um, home crowd was booing. I don't know. I'd yeah, like they, to see him go to the Raptors. Him, yeah, they booed yeah. him coming out, right? So they do their introductions. They're booing uh, Butler when he comes out. And then midway through the game, they're chanting MVP to him. Look, we're all Make sports your fans. Mind. We're fickle. Mm. We're fickle? We are. Let's be honest. There's there's guys who I've loved, and then three games later, I'm just like, this guy's a fucking bum. How mm. back and forth I've been on Eli Manning in the last decade or so. I've been, well, that's true. I mean, I think you kind of... I think that's a bad comparison, though, because Ian Manning has been hot and cold. I think that's that, that makes it perfect. <laughs> Blake Griffin dropped 50 points the other night. Good God. There was a lot of people on his he ass. He won for them the game. A couple of years. Dude, that was yeah. A, yeah, that was a hell of a game. That was an and one to win the game and to get 50 points. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely insane. Runaway early season MVP they, for sure. He's well, yeah, he looks I mean, amazing. He's Detroit Pistons, when's the last time they've gone 3 and 0 in their first three games? But mm -hmm. uh, let's see, I don't know, over under how many weeks till he gets hurt? <laughs> Won't be long, but uh, and then Andre Drummond got ejected from that game uh, because Embiid got in his head. Embiid also, I read, just got engaged to some Instagram model. I don't yeah, know why I these guys that. are doing that I so young. This is not smart. I'm sure that we have a lot of listeners who are professional athletes. Don't marry Instagram models until you're at least 35. Do what Derek Jeter did. Mm. Derek Jeter did it perfectly. Dated every woman and hot woman in New York for 35 years. Or <laughs> For well, ten years, I should say he's thirty. He was thirty-five, I think, when yeah, he got married. Yeah. Then he married some twenty-year-old supermodel. Good for him. Never heard any bad stories about him. 
I've heard a lot of bad things about dating. Yeah, too. I don't dating like wise? Not dating wise. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <coughs> but personal life, personal yeah, life stuff. Yeah, personal life, which is still horrible. But anyway, the Lakers one and three. <laughs> <laughs> they won last night. Yeah, finally, they won handedly. Yeah. Finally, yes, by like 17, 18 points. Actually, nineteen, I believe. Uh, at any rate, uh, LeBron didn't do a lot, uh, but he did uh, score a couple of three pointers, which helped. So now they're one and three, but it's not looking good. I mean, it, is, uh, it almost looks like they did better without Rondo. I, I mean, obviously, you know that whole fight thing. You know, Rondo, Rondo's got right. three games. Chris Paul's got two, that. and Ingram's got uh, four. Well, Rondo's such a traditional point guard, which you don't see a lot anymore. A lot of these guys can really score. Rondo's not much of a scorer. He's really an assist defense lockdown guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, basketball's not my super strong forte. I don't know what their system. If they would work better with a traditional point guard or not, they don't need the scoring. They have it's um, ball. Well, sure. He's their other point guard. Yeah, he he was actually pretty good last night. Yeah, he, he looked good. Yeah. And I think him and LeBron make a good little team there. Mm-hmm. But Rondo seems just to such like a him. Piece of crap. Rondo, like you guys yeah. saw that whole fight, right? Yeah. Just spit right in CP3's face. What you called him a turtle too? That's something that made him mad. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like. That is, I don't know. I've never been a fan of Rajon Rondo. Just what a scumbag! And then he comes around and says he's a horrible teammate. That was your reason for spitting on him. Yeah, throw a punch. Don't spit on somebody. I mean, yeah, I'd much rather someone throw a punch than spit on me. Also, I'd much rather get punched than spit on. So yeah, Yeah. either way. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, he came out and said that that CP3 is a horrible teammate, and the next thing you know, there's two or three other guys that play with CP3. you know, in recent years, that came out and said, you know, he's not lying. You know? Well, look, I think this is another thing that we can kind of agree on, especially in basketball, because it's such a small, you only got five guys really on the court at one time. If you're a star player, people that you play with don't like you. I ex teammates of LeBron, when is, Kobe, when Shaq. Has Rondo been a star? Rondo, when he was at Boston, absolutely. And CP3, when has he been a star? Still, currently. I wouldn't call him a star. I would call James Harden the star of that team. Well, maybe the star of that team, but I guess that's yeah. a matter of circumstance. You put CP3 on a team that they really need their point guard to be that scoring point guard, then you know things would change. Yeah, he's a good player, but yeah, uh, enough with the drama though. I mean, it was entertaining <laughs> to watch. Though. Yeah, it was, and uh, I, I the suspensions were probably not really not hurt, harsh, hurt, hurt not harsh at all. It's too yeah. early in the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, not harsh at all too. I was a little surprised about that. Yeah. I thought you know spitting in someone's face. I thought mm-hmm. that at least five games suspension. But yeah, I agree. Mind. I agree. Uh, let's go over college football real quick. There was a couple of uh, big upsets. Purdue uh, took out Ohio, Ohio State. State. They yeah. killed them. Ohio awesome. State was minus twelve and we ended up winning forty nine twenty. Was the final. They should have been more favored more than that too. They by beat the way. four. They have won four in a row now. Purdue Before the game even started, though. Purdue and Ohio State got into it. They got into a little yeah, yeah. scuffle. There was a Ohio lot of that State going around this weekend. But sh- Ohio State later. could not cover the run. There's like they got three exposed. or 40-plus yard runs in there. They were massively exposed this week. Meyer even talked about it himself. As a Big Ten fan who's not an Ohio State fan, I'm excited to see this. Oh, have yeah. You guys haven't played Ohio State yet, have not you? Yet. So you they did. God. did we talk about the incident before your game, the Michigan State? Where uh, I don't think we talked about I it. I liked the one after the game where the players oh. were cleaning their cleats in the middle of the field on the that big That was before M. the game. They did it afterwards, too. Dude, oh, what scumbags, man. This is why I hate Michigan. They don't ever do stuff that like Clay that. Clay Matthews uh, clone is on, Michi- on uh, Michigan. Yeah, right? he looks good. Yeah. He um, talks too n- much. N- I, this, that's what's weird about this is because that no the class. rivalry, Michigan-Michigan State, First of all, it's not even that big of a rivalry. It's, it's just a huge it's just rivalry. It's only because they're in the same town. As far as the years where they're competitive, don't line up. When Michigan State's really good, Michigan sucks, and vice versa. I think it's more in basketball at this point than football. But Michigan's it's always been never, a very Michigan's cordial. Michigan's never been a basketball school until no, some, some way they got to the finals. This in the I 90s, they were amazing. They had 10-year sanctions put on them. That's why. But uh, because whatever, we'll get to that soon. But what two Final Fours in the last two years? And not a good basketball team. <laughs> anyway, their 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 rivalry has been cordial up Michigan until State's this point. Always had a and great I don't know what team. happened for that to change for everybody to start start treating each other like assholes last weekend. I really don't know what happened. It's been like that for forever. Not really. We hate Michigan, and Michigan hates us. That's just how it's gonna be. Yeah, but it's just that's when there's a trophy on the line. <laughs> what other game of the year is there a trophy? They don't even have a trophy for the Ohio State rivalry. Oh, that's good. They wouldn't. 
They don't need that. But there's a trophy on the line. One of them goes home with a trophy. Of course there's going to be a rivalry, even if it is a trophy made out of wood. Oh, and I and I did do my research about that Paul, oh, Bunyan, Paul Bunyan trophy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I know we were asking about it. We weren't really sure what the hell was going on. I wasn't even aware. One of us thought he was Wisconsin. from Canada. One of us yeah. thought he was from Wisconsin. Yeah. I guess well, the Paul yeah, Bunyan trophy from. came about because Michigan's major export is logs, is lumber. Wow. How so, exciting. So where is he from? God, I'm so, so happy that, that I didn't oh, grow up in Michigan. The log capital of the United States. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we're lumberjacks. You know what it takes to be a lumberjack, Matt? An axe and a flannel. Yeah, also well muscles. Got, got to have that flannel. <laughs> and a good axe. Yeah, a good axe. Yeah, so great axe. Good axe. And I guess a bull, a blue bull. But, I mean, preferred yeah. bull. I don't think the color matters, but a bull well, would be nice. Save the blue ox. Yeah. Or an ox. Yeah, Clemson so. and, uh, <laughs> well, Clemson is at number two. They were when the, uh, when the uh, rankings opened up at the beginning of the season. They're back there. Ohio State down to number 11. Uh, Washington Dame. State moved up 11. Um, we Michigan's did say we did in the say top couple, five. We did say a couple weeks ago that we thought Notre Dame would creep up into the, the yep. top four, and there they are. There they are. There Notre they are. Dame. I can't leave it, now that week one loss hurts so much first. It, it, I mean, there's no way you guys make that top four until Notre Dame loses. If Notre Dame doesn't lose, you guys are well. No, nah, if we beat Ohio State, what does that have to do with anything? We'll go. Don't worry about it. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think even if you beat Ohio when, State, when when. <laughs> so is there a lot of Appalachian State uh, fans out there now that they're ranked? I mean, I hate them because they beat maybe? Michigan that one year, opening year, but I think it's awesome that they're ranked. I like when teams Aren't like that are getting ranked. Aren't they a Division II school? Well, they're the second, they're the second team of the Sun Belt Conference. That, uh, Troy, Troy back in 2016 was ranked, but they're only the second team in the Sun Belt to ever, ever, be, ranked. To ever be ranked. Yeah, wow. so It's a big accomplishment. Let's go over a couple of, uh, a couple of games that are coming up this week, just, just real quickly in the Pac-12. Washington State will take on Stanford. That should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's Notre a good Dame one. taking on Navy. I mean, Notre eh. Dame is 24-point favorites, I believe. And in the SEC, probably the game of the week, Florida. Uh, the Gators taking on Georgia. Yeah. And Georgia, uh, they just recently lost and got bumped out of that top four. So Yeah, that is going to be the game of the week for sure. It, I've never really – I, I kind of thought – I didn't think Florida would make it up. I mean, last year they looked horrible. Even at the beginning of the year this year, Florida looked bad. Well, I think – these days, you know, I grew up watching college football, and things are a lot different these days. I think that the fluctuation in teams is so much different. You know, the the ability for a lesser team to jump into, I don't know, the conversation, I guess, or vice versa. You know, back in the day, it was always the same 10 teams. You know, it was really just the Big Ten for the most part that were dominating the entirety of college football. Then yeah. for a while, you had, like, the Boise States and stuff like that. But nowadays, other than Alabama and Clemson, a lot of the stuff – I mean, look, we got Notre Dame. Michigan in the top five right now. That hasn't been the case for quite some time. Um, Penn State and Iowa you got this weekend as well. Mm, yeah. Iowa's pretty pretty good this year, actually. So Yeah, the Big Ten's making a resurgence, which I think is really yeah, nice. Yeah, they got some good teams. I didn't think Iowa was going to do so good, but they're they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so some, some big games coming up, and we'll go over the uh, results of those. And we're going to wrap up the show today with uh, just a quick thing about, uh, well, about Khabib. And Mayweather, and then also, you know, should Khabib fight like Tony Ferguson, who is, well, so uh, I, you know, probably his biggest threat? I yes, first of all, yes. That is the fight that I want to see. I want to see Tony Ferguson fight anybody all the time. He's really fast becoming one of my favorite fighters. He uh, apparently does six hours of cardio a day. He's a madman. You know, he, he had like MCL or some horrible knee surgery, and he didn't go to any rehab. So they, he was out. You know, it's like that's a 10- to 12-month injury. The fight he just fought was seven or eight months. He did all the rehab all by himself. Yeah, he's a crazy – and the, his post-fight interviews are amazing if you ever get a chance to watch him. Mm-hmm. He pretty much in the last one cursed out the entirety of the, the weight class that he's in, saying that they're all scrubs and that he could <laughs> kick their asses, and I don't doubt him for a second. Yeah, he is apparently does a, a lot of – not only rehabbing himself, but he apparently sets up all his – gym equipment and, mm-hmm. and and arranges all his bags. Yeah, he's a legit fascinating person mm-hmm. and it's supremely talented. Okay, and how about Khabib Mayweather? Is that ever going to happen? I no. don't know. I think it's kind of going in the direction of that the Connor and Mayweather thing went. They talked all this shit for months and months and months until they actually came up with something. Um, I don't know. I think Khabib, if he goes in the ring with 
Mayweather, he's done. Well, that's just, I mean, it's so stupid. Like, okay, Conor McGregor, McGregor, McGregor <laughs> is, is, is no doubt a much better. Uh, Elmer, Elmer Fudd. <laughs> is no doubt a much better stand-up fighter, boxer, whatever you want to call it. And he didn't have a chance against Mayweather. What the hell is Khabib going to do? Yeah, that's true. It's just ridiculous marketing mm-hmm. promotion. I, I think it's actually, it's also putting a dark cloud on the sport of boxing, which is already on its way out of. I think they really need to start garnering new talent. I think they need to start pulling guys from the farm systems of what you would call it, of MMA, to start them boxing professionally early. And then they could probably do more of these crossovers. They should start a boxing league that has no gloves. They have them in in, uh, in Europe, in England. It's the NHL. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, they do have one now. I I started to watch it. It's kind of interesting. It's called like a bare-knuckle fighting league or something like that. Have you heard of Rough and Rowdy? That mm. might, oh, that's the yeah. barstool thing, right? Yeah, that's the barstool thing. Yeah. You just go to some redneck country country-ass <laughs> place. That is, those yeah. are pretty funny. to fight each other. But yeah, there's a – I'll try to remember to look it up. We can talk about it next week. But there is a bare-knuckle boxing league. I believe it's actually in the United States. And there's some former UFC fighters that fight in it. Just stand-up boxing, though, right? I have to double-check. I only started looking at it. I saw something I think about it. I that make the sport more interesting. Uh, I th- like if Connor, like if Connor and Khabib were forced to just stand up and fight, yeah, that would have been better. That would have been better, I think. Could so. be. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps everything up. We uh, we got through that. Let's hope next week we're all back healthy and happy, so we can uh, continue on and uh, let you know what's going on. Once again, we will have some uh, pretty good results in college football and also the NFL to talk about. Some you know big news in the. Major League Baseball World Series, as we mentioned, and of course, some big games in the NFL we will be talking about as well. Thanks again for joining us on the OOBG podcast. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com. <laughs>